Welcome to Product by Design with Kyle and Eva. A podcast about product management and product design. Where we'll talk about subjects from product strategy to inclusive design. Every episode, we just have a good conversation about all the things that you may already know or not know. And occasionally, we'll have a guest from maybe engineering or other product managers and designers to talk about all these topics. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Product by Design. How's it going, Eva? Great. I am very sleepy right now because today's my husband's birthday and I spent all night, well, multiple nights putting together, I think it's a cute little videos of a video of all his friends saying happy birthday. And I did some test screening with his, you know, few of the closer friends and then delivered that this morning at 5.50 this morning. I am not a morning person. So it's been a long day already. Is, I've been up for like double the hours that I usually have, you know, experienced by, by this time. Is, is he a morning person or did you like wake him up early? To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. So he is a very morning person okay. and he wakes up every day at six and I wake up every day at like eight 30. So there's like, we always joke about how he lives a whole other life before I wake up. And when he goes to bed, I live my other life at night. So that's kind of how it goes in this household. Are you a morning person? No. What? I I would say, no, if I'm choosing definitely more of a night, night owl, I'm not like not a morning person. I wouldn't classify myself (laughs) as like, um, like a bear in the morning or anything, but I'm I'm definitely not. uh, Very neutral. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a neutral morning person. So I'm like, okay in the morning, but I'm not getting up early. I'm not like a five o'clock or six o'clock wake up person, especially now. So I'm, you know, mm. I'm, I'm pretty, you know, neutral, get up, you know, seven, seven thirty, <laughs> maybe eight. Yeah. Okay. And then pr- taking a pretty easy type of thing. So I hats off to the, the folks who get up super early and like exercise and have like an, oh, a full day before the rest of us are like even getting started. I just, that's not me. So yeah, that's a different life. But what do you mean by like nowadays you're getting up at seven? You said, yeah, well, since we don't have to commute anymore, you know, it, oh. that used to be earlier. So um, and you're telling me you're not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you used to wake up? Like with the commuting? It was, it was probably earlier, like six or six 30, you know, to get things oh. moving and, and get into the office and all that jazz, especially okay. with longer commutes. So when we were working together my commute was a little less, but then I had, before that I had a longer commute. It was like between 45 minutes and an hour. So that was a tougher one. That was a get up even earlier to commute in. This is so terrible thinking about these like, commutes. <laughs> I guess one of the good things that has come out of being able to work from home is getting rid of these awful, awful commutes that everybody had, or a lot of us had. I know not everybody has gotten rid of their commutes, but. We hope that you're getting some sleep. Um, I I would call that time, like for folks that are working from home now, uh, I want to coin this term like BC, not before Christ, but before (laughs) COVID. Uh, The commuting definitely a BC thing for me and there was something I was going to mention about commuting and I totally forgot already, but I do also want to uh, mention that if you're waking up at six o'clock, even with a 45 minutes commute, I feel like you, you, you're considered a morning person. You start, you, you know what I'm saying? That's three hours before you start work. Yeah. It, it depends on when work starts. So like some, some companies start their meetings and start stuff earlier, which how early? Just, um, eight or eight 30, like what? depending on, yeah, depending on where where you have folks working. So especially if you have a lot of people working uh, more East Coast and that sort of stuff. So, I mean, they've already been in the office for several hours by the time you're rolling in mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So they're expecting more of us folks on the West Coast to be in even earlier, which makes it even more, uh, more yep. important to get up early and that sort of stuff. Actually, you know... Sometimes I just forget there are other human experiences that are not mine that I'm like, why, why, why does that happen? But 
even my husband, he does that. I see him in meetings at like seven in the morning for that exact reason you mentioned. I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's too early. But this society, uh, I'm sure that you have seen articles talking about like the nine to five culture is not for people <laughs> that don't wake up early. Cause I am most productive. Guess what time? 11 o'clock at night. Oh, that's too early for, for creativity. <laughs> <laughs> 11 o'clock is when I'm getting into it. But um, when when the city kind of like goes to bed, I, that's when I'm like, oh, okay, that's my time to thrive. And that's when my best work happened. It's like the 1 a.m., 2 a.m. time frame. Yep. Um, I do have one question for you, though. I think this will actually really define and draw the line of morning person or night owl is that let's say if you have to catch a plane and you have to be at the airport at 4 30 AM, do you sleep or do you stay up the night before? Oh man, that's tough. No, I, I probably in earlier days would have just stayed up. I, I probably try and get some sleep at this point though, but I am, I think I'm like you. I find like my most creative and productive time late in the evening. So like if I want to do uh, writing, like just uninterrupted writing, I find everything is just, it flows at night. So that is like, and that's like when the best ideas are coming, that's just when everything like really starts clicking. And so that's, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I love it. Not like the one o'clock yeah. or two o'clock in the morning. Like that's, that's a younger person's game. I think I just, yeah, at some point you start that time just starts yeah. slowly moving backwards or it's like yeah. 11 midnight, 11 o'clock and, and whatnot. But yeah, if I'm choosing between like, when am I going to be doing work? I would definitely choose late at night as opposed to early in the morning. Yeah. Like that's early morning things just are not clicking and I wouldn't expect them to start clicking until later. <laughs> Again, still outside of the nine to five window. I feel like yeah. I just will never, I've learned to, you know, live in this society and be part of the workforce, um, have to do it, got to do it. But if I get to choose, I will, you know, when I become a billionaire at some point, um, I will start a company and we'll try out this 3 p.m. to 2 a.m. <laughs> hours. <laughs> I wonder, you know, what? I almost wanted to just put a job posting, a fake one to see how many of you actually apply. <laughs> this sounds insane, but I do feel like some people probably prefer that. I don't know. Yeah, probably a lot of people, actually. I don't think everybody fits. I've thought for a long time we try and fit way too many people into the mold of nine, like you're saying, nine to five or you know, whatever time. And that's just not the most create creative or productive time for everybody. And so trying to kind of smash yeah. everybody into the same schedule or same mold just is not the most productive or the most efficient. I agree. And I also wonder, like, are we ever going to move into, let's say like 200 years later, hopefully sooner, we'll just get smart enough to say, okay, Monday and Tuesday, we have, you know, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. all meetings the rest of the week get your work done. Goodbye. You know, that sounds nice too. Yeah. I, I'd say probably sooner and hopefully with the help of technology and other tools that we'll be yeah. seeing more and more of very soon, we will be able to have more focus time and more blocks of meeting time. Cause I think that that is, yes. I can jump on my, my soapbox for that, for that one for quite, <laughs> the podium. For quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I know you're referring to the technology of uh, teleportation, right? <laughs> All sorts of different technology. I'm hoping for a teleportation, but we'll see. I'll give it 200 years. Won't be here to see it, but I feel like this is like, again, getting to a spot where I'm trying to just segue into what we were talking about today. And there's no left or right that I can do to get there. So let's just come on and say it today. We're going to talk about also something really fun. It is the, what is that? How do you, how do you guys, how do you guys, by you guys, I mean like the general, like American folks, how do you guys describe this season? Like the season of giving? Sure. Sure. There's a, there's a saying for that, right? The, uh, the season, the holidays of giving. Am I watching too many commercials? They use that line a lot. I think, I think maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the capitalism is speaking to yeah, me. Yeah, it's sounding like, well, I'm almost jumping into a commercial. Uh, we'll just go with like the holiday season. How about that? 
Yes. Gift, gi- for, gift yeah, giving season. Back. Maybe that's where we want to go. The holiday of giving, uh, giving you money to capitalism. But we are talking about gifting today. Yeah. What are we talking about? Who are we gifting to, Kyle? So product managers and product designers. So we know that you may have some product managers or product designers in your life, or if you are a product manager, product designer, you know, share this episode with somebody who uh, may need to think of some gifts for you. And we want to share some <laughs> gifts, I- gift ideas for product managers and product designers, some things that you can either buy for them or uh, use as ideas for yourself during the holiday season. So with that, we have prepared some lists here and we'll jump into it. So we will start first with our list of gifts for product managers. So I've broken this down into roughly five ideas. Uh, actually, I'm going to go with with six ideas. Uh, <laughs> two less expensive, more expensive, and most expensive. So in each of those categories, so starting with the less expensive. So if you, if you're looking for, you know, just some, you know, some stocking stuffer type ideas, here we go. First up is what I'm calling estimation dice. I think these are just, these are, these are hilarious. I think we've all had the experience of having to estimate how long a, a project will take. You know, whether that's from executives or leaderships or managers wanting to know how long is that feature going to be? You know, when, when can I expect it? And often, you know, they don't want a lot of the nuance of the customer feedback or, you know, the other things that go into that. So with the estimation dice, it's, it's two die. I love this. Yeah. Two dice. You can roll one with the numbers and one with weeks, months, days, and years. And it can just tell you how long it's going to take. So this is a great for product managers, great for the product team developers, for anybody. So you just roll the dice and let it decide how long it's going to take without having to go into all the work of estimating and that sort of stuff. So is it going to be four weeks? Is it going to be four months? Just let the can, dice can we- decide. Do a quick demo right now. Let, let's pretend I'm a, okay. I don't know, VP of something. Okay. All right. And you're, you're building the future. Okay. Um, oh, hold on. I need to make up a future right now in my head. Um, okay. Hey, Kyle, I'm just curious, just dropping in to check in. And uh, can you tell me how long that sign in page for, I don't know, our Bigfoot customer group? How long is that going to take? Oh yeah. I've got it right here. Hold on. Tell me. Very curious. <laughs> you you're you're in serious luck because it's only going to take one week oh wow that is a dream dream come true for you so you're fortunate you came in and and asked me today because it's a one week feature what about the filtering the filtering Filtering. uh yeah good question Ooh, i'm I'm afraid that one's going to be two months. So okay. got a little Still longer to wait. Reasonable, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is great though. I, I do love, yeah, great, great idea. Yeah. So really love this. you can, uh, we'll put the link in the show notes for that one. That's a great little stocking stuffer for some estimation dice where you can get those. Uh, they're, Beautiful wooden dice. Love them. All right. Next up, another great stocking stuffer idea is a product manager book. So I have a list of a number of product manager books if you're looking for a a bunch of different choices. But the one that I'm calling out here, brand new one out uh, from Marty Kagan and Chris Jones called Empowered. So follow up on their book, Inspired, which is a... Uh, just a core one for product managers uh, often looked at as like the Bible for product management, uh, but a brand new one that has just come out from them. Uh, I believe it came out like yesterday or the day before. What? So it's like brand, it's like brand, brand new. Um, yeah. So just super, 
relevant. You can get it hot off the presses, empowered. I haven't even had a chance to to read it yet. It is on my short list, so I'll probably start it here in the next like couple of days. But it will just show how up to date you are with like the latest product management stuff. You know, buying the latest product management books. Um, so you can't go wrong with it. It's called Empowered. Available everywhere you buy books, no doubt. So great one. I would say probably very likely that whoever is on your list doesn't have it yet because again, it's so new. But you know, if you're looking for other book ideas too, we'll we'll have some other links for you to kind of take a look. A book, always a great stocking stuffer, always a great uh, idea. So that is that's kind of our stocking stuffer, less expensive list. I love this one. Uh, just a casual question. Yeah. Um, were you thinking about my husband Colby when you were coming up with this list? Because he is a product manager, super reader. He loves reading about work in his off time. And this is perfect. So thank you for this yeah. idea. No, I was thinking about all product managers and oh, what? Uh, <laughs> I was mostly just basing this off of myself. So <laughs> like making a list for me and, and like all the product managers I know. So hopefully this is good, but glad to hear that. All right. Getting into slightly more expensive. Uh, so it's kind of like your mid range, a little bit more expensive. First off, is a leather notebook cover. So we as product managers are like, we're always into like the latest technology and things like that. But sometimes we just need to take things offline, be able to take notes and do it in a very tactile way. And I think a notebook is an awesome way to do that. And this leather notebook cover comes from Saddleback, huge fan of their like their leather products they're just super durable and super uh just incredibly nice uh so you can put any notebook in there this one is specifically made for like moleskin notebooks but i think it could fit any notebook of that same size and it's absolutely gorgeous if if you like notebook covers. And so you can swap in and out notebooks like as you fill them up. Um, and it's got a place for your pen, place to hold other things as well. So like as you're either going to meetings or just hanging out at your desk, you have you have a beautiful notebook and notebook cover. That is and coming in at about $89 for that. So perfect like long lasting. If you want something that's going to last like forever, I think that's a, it's a great option and getting, so that's, that's option one in kind of our more expensive range. Option two is something that I'm a big fan of. Uh, if they don't already have this, uh, you can do an audible gift subscription. So, you know, we talked a little bit about the love for reading and audible gift subscriptions you can do like in any block of time so a one-year subscription for 150 is uh i think an an awesome gift because not only do you get your choice of a book each month but you also get access to their entire catalog of free books for the entire year which is actually pretty extensive and uh, has just a lot of really, really good choices as well. So there's a good chance that you can add to your favorite product manager's ability to read a whole lot by gifting them their, an, an Audible subscription. So nice mid-range options there, those two. That's really nice because like sometimes it depends on how well you know that person, right? You can't really pick out the one thing sometimes. Yeah. And instead of giving a gift card, gift card, I feel like an audible, you know, subscription is like, here you go. Oh, then now I can pick what I want to listen to. Right. That's really nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I gave that, gave that to my brother last year and he liked it a lot. We both, we both really like audible. So it's good. It's like a really good option. I'm a big fan. And I really love audiobooks. They're 
it's nice to mix them in with your like your physical books so you can just listen to them on the go depending on how much you're going and stuff but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no commuting so yeah when you're cleaning and stuff that's a good good activity to do at the same time too some people love it it is yeah cleaning exercising um just out for a walk whatever it's a good chance all right now most expensive so two gifts gift sets here in kind of the most expensive tier and this i I might cheat there might be three um (laughs) they're all kind of between like around 250 to 350 so this is for somebody that you really like as a product manager probably not just like a casual acquaintance product manager unless you're a billionaire and you're just like Oh, I, don't, I don't really, yeah, I don't really know you, but you seem like a nice person. So I'm going to just, <laughs> here's some chum change. Yeah. I, here's a few hundred dollars, <laughs> whatever. Yep. This Our, is, yeah. Spousal level of gifting. Yes, it is. I would say. Yep, yeah, exactly. All right. First up is a mind the product annual membership. So this comes in at two fifty, and, uh, it is their, what they call their prioritized membership and comes with uh, their weekly newsletter, their online videos, their regular meetups. So they do like virtual meetups uh, that you get invited to and then discounts to like conferences and stuff like that. Uh, but it is probably like one of the premier product management uh, groups and uh, you know being in on that you know, getting access to like all of the content, uh, the articles, the training videos, the weekly uh, newsletter with all the information that they send out, as well as just like the meetups that they do. Uh, they do a lot of, they bring in a lot of people for uh, talks and discussions and AMAs, ask me anythings, that sort of thing. Uh, really good just to get together with fellow product managers. And so for 250 an annual membership to that, I've been a member of it for a while now. It's a great group. It's a great community. So that is, it's a, it's a really good option. If your the product manager isn't already part of that group, it's a great, great gift idea. That's really cool. Yeah. Next up is a webcam and mic bundle for your at home office. So I've noticed that I think the webcam and mics for a lot of people have been an afterthought, uh, which is unfortunate because it's pretty much the only way that we interact anymore. So don't let your product manager, product managing your life suffer from a bad webcam and mic when that's the only way that their coworkers will hear them and see them and the way that they interact with everybody every day. Love this. Yeah. Having good audio and good video quality is going to be even more important, hopefully for a long time. So if, if you or someone you know has been using poor a poor webcam or has been just defaulting to like the built-in stuff on the laptop, uh, it's probably time for an upgrade. And so I have been using the Logitech 922 and a Blue Yeti that I have hooked into my laptop. So I wasn't doing that before, but have started to the sound qualities. I I tested it out. It's a lot better. So I would suggest that you can get a, a bundle for about two twenty. So super nice gift to like really up your audio and webcam game. You can, you can get a lot more expensive. Like you could run like a mirrorless camera as your webcam if you wanted to, but then you start getting into like the the five or six hundred dollars for just okay. the the camera so can't is, quite move that either like when you're doing meetings if you let's say because yeah me and we share one room you can't really move a mirrorless camera <laughs> as you move to the other room yeah. yeah yeah it's a little less mobile it's like super nice quality if you're doing like a lot of video or streaming or that sort of stuff. And you, it could double as an actual camera that you could use. But for the purposes of like work, this like having an actual webcam is probably as good as you need for for most cases and, and really good. So that that bundle, 
super nice, um, plugs right into, into your computer and really good video and audio. And last one this is like a bonus. I wasn't planning on doing three in this category, <laughs> but if you, if you don't have a really good set of noise canceling headphones, so I, I, I threw on here the Bose 700 because I think that if I was buying headphones right now, that that would be the pair I would get. And I went through testing a lot of headphones and there are a lot of good ones. So Sony, I think if you if you've looked at headphones, um, those are great. The Bose Quiet Comfort 35 too, awesome. I'm using uh, Jabra uh, 85H, which are really really good as well. Uh, but if I was buying some right now. I think the Bose 700 would be the ones that I would get uh, coming in at about 340 at a, as a price point. Just super good, uh, really good call quality, really good sound, noise cancellation. They look really, really slick and everything. So that would be like you'll uh, you'll be quite the good gifter with a pair of headphones like that. You're welcome, you guys. <laughs> yeah, like these are really good ideas. And Kyle, I really have to ask ask you again. Like, are you yeah. sure you didn't have Colby in mind when you were writing this list? Because yeah. everything you have mentioned, just we, like giant checkbox. We did a call before, and we went through a list of things. And so, okay. Eva, now. yeah, now you have a list of things specifically for him that he yes. wants you to go buy. Uh, I wasn't I, supposed to tell you though. <laughs> Dang it. I was supposed to send him this episode <laughs> so he knows what to get me. So I guess I tricked myself by doing this episode with you here, but I do want to um, say that he has been stealing my headphones. My, I have some Bose ones that I recorded, but they're very similar to the level of uh, headphones that you were mentioning. The, I, I think mine, they are quiet comfort, but corded. Mm-hmm. So it's not the wireless kind, not super fancy, fancy enough. Anyways, so he definitely wants them. So I might, I just might. And he just got a new webcam yesterday and he told me that there has been a shortage of nicer webcam because everyone's buying them, which is crazy to hear. There there has definitely been. So like when everybody went to work from home, I actually went to buy a webcam. I think I might've mentioned this. I went to buy a webcam because I was like, I should upgrade my webcam. None to be found anywhere. I was like, that was stupid of me to think that I could go buy a webcam right now. So I was fortunate that I already had one, but recently realized that like I had been using an old webcam for a long time and needed to upgrade. And so I went and upgraded myself and the quality is, is definitely there. I would say though, don't some of the less expensive like HD webcams, they're okay. Like I, I tested out, so I tested out about like some webcams. I bought several webcams to try them out and just see like quality difference. Like the Logitech, it was superior. It's more expensive, um, but the quality is definitely superior to like some of the non-name brand webcams that you could get. So if you're just upgrading from a not good one at all, those, those are probably good upgrades. But if you want to like make a big jump up, I would definitely go with like the, the, I got the Logitech 922 and it's, it's pretty sweet. I feel like this is such a funny uh, phenomenon because like I do remember you mentioning that yeah. you can find webcam to buy. And that was when I was trying to buy a microphone. Yeah. My Yeti was like, nope, uh, sold out everywhere. And I think I also made the statement that there are probably uh, 300 new podcasts starting every day <laughs> during that time, um, which I still stand, stand strong by. And I am suspecting, you know, how everyone's trying to get PS5s right now. Um, webcam and microphone are probably closely behind us, like the second and third, you know, most sort of sought out product on the market. So, um, if you guys want to buy my Yeti for $2,000, tweet at me. Okay. <laughs> let you have this. Um, but yeah, those are really good idea. And I'm also thinking that those are things that, yeah, you probably have that on your work laptop and a really crappy quality one, or, Ooh, you know what? There's this particular person I'm thinking, he actually has been on this podcast before that I'm not going to call out a name. They actually, uh, if they, if they're listening to this, I want 
I want that person to reach out to me and confirm because I want to know that you're listening. But anyways, <laughs> um, the IBM ThinkPad or something from work and the camera for some reason, I don't know why they did this. The placement of the camera is like right at the, the hinge mm-hmm. of the screen of the laptop and the keyboard. So it's like right at that armpit area. So the camera is shooting upward to your face. I don't know why, who made that decision to put that webcam there on that, on that laptop, but it's very unfortunate. And yeah, I, I had a, a, a laptop like that as well, a while, a long time ago. And yeah, definitely. If you have, if you're using just the, the webcam on your laptop, it's worth it to get an external one just for the sake of like being able to position it well and think about that sort of thing. Like I'm a big fan of just thinking through those types of things and like, where am I positioning like the webcam so that it looks like it gives a good shot of like the room and you like get it up a little bit higher and all of that sort of stuff. And like, if it's, especially if it's low and you're like having the, on your laptop and it's like shooting up at, at you (laughs) is not flattering at all. So like, don't, if you can, if you can get an external webcam and get it up higher, do it. That's right. Or if you, if your friends and, or spouses, whoever, um, have that situation, help them out, please. Yeah. All right. I really like your list. There you go. And I guess my turn. Yeah. All right. Product designers. So before I start very quick, just want to put it out there that I really had to go back and forth on a lot of the items because (laughs) it's, it's a difficult year to buy things for people because I, I think I didn't realize this, but buying things for other people, a lot of it, uh, a lot of the stuff that I was gifting other people, it's like traveling stuff, you know, oh, it'd be nice if you go on a trip with this thing or that thing, you know, and this year it's like, uh, no, I don't, I don't feel like it's going to be fun at all to be like, hey, here's your traveling laptop case, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. And I, I was like writing down my criteria, what is actually going to be helpful, right? First, for me, I'm like, I want to give something useful, maybe pretty doesn't have to be, but it should be pretty because we're talking about product designers here, make it functional and then make it pretty. Right. So that's what we believe in. And when it comes to gifting, I also want it to be somewhat unexpected. Anyways, I went through this whole exercise and, and generated, generated this list. And then I look at the list. I'm like, okay, this is not as like earth shattering as I want it to be, but there are definitely things that I myself, I'm like, yes, I want this. Okay. So there's the Eva guarantee um, <laughs> there. Tweet at me if you don't think they are useful and yeah, let's start with the first one is, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Moo. They were doing a lot of marketing on their business cards um, a few years ago. So some of you might have used them for that. And they have these really, really nice uh, notebooks and they are not in bulk. They're just individual notebooks. And and um, we're going to put the link in the show notes, but um, they are really nice hardcover notebooks that have uh, cloth cover is kind of like a very imagine like a very light uh solid photo album but not like a grandma one they have like very vibrant colors like uh a bright yellow limeish yellow and then a bright red and then a clear water blue and a black one for you know the the cool people out there and um the one thing why i specifically recommend this one is because the binding is, um, how to describe this? So you know how the top cover sheet usually is attached to your hardcover. So when you open it, it doesn't lay flat, right? This one has an open binding. So then the top cover sheet doesn't attach to your hardcover. So when you open it, the stack of paper is still a stack of paper and it lays completely flat when you're doing work in your notebook, which is something that I really, really appreciate. And because it's really annoying when you're doing work and then you're trying to find, you know, like a mug, sticky note, whatever to keep it open. Um, This is probably one of the best decisions I've seen, you know, (laughs) in notebooks. So I don't know why, you know, people don't, don't do this more often. Like it's hard to find a lay flat notebooks unless you do like a spiral bound but this this one has like a nice hardcover okay i feel like i can talk about this for two hours because uh, <laughs> i 
I don't know if you guys know, I used to, well, it was for fun. I taught bookbinding workshops for a little bit. And so I really am into this thing, uh, this mm-hmm. notebook. And also the paper is really nice. So the paper is um, on their website. It says that it's a hundred GSM. So the thickness of each sheet is actually really, really nice. So to give you like a idea of how nice and thick the paper is, like you, you've seen those composition notebooks that you, you have used um, in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Those composition notebook, their paper, I think it's about like 50 GSM. So the paper that they're using for this Moo uh, notebook is like double. Okay. It's very nice. Um, I also have some fancy color paper in the middle of it. It kind of like creates this cool color contrast with the cover cloth. Anyways, it looks cool. It's uh, again, lay flat. So super functional. Oh, and did I mention that the pages also come with um, both lined option and dotted. So the dotted option is great for wireframing for all product designers out there and is only 20 bucks, which is crazy. I'm actually really surprised that it's only 20 bucks. So yeah, pick one up. I feel like this one is like perfect for someone that you respect, but not like, you know, this is not a super personal gift. You don't have to know them super well um, to give nice. to them. So right. nice. gonna, yeah, no, those are, I'm looking at them right now. Those look, uh, those look pretty cool. I might have to pick one of those up and just uh, see what it's like. Cool. Yeah. And I challenge you to go look at their marketing video for this notebook, which will, you know, put the link in the show notes too. After you watch that video and you tell me you don't want to buy this notebook, I'll call you insane because there, there's something magical in that video that I'm like, yes, I want to buy a hundred of them today. <laughs> I Anyways. like, yeah. I like the call outs we've, we've both made to like, we're both very into obviously digital products and all of that, but you know, we, we get things going with like getting offline and notebooks yeah. and very tactile, that sort of thing. It's, I think product managers and product designers really like that, you know, bring yeah. things back into the, the real world and you know, do some writing pen and paper and, and that sort of thing is a great way to do it. Yeah. Straight brain to paper, no filtering, no need to, you know, make it all clean, a work dog, whatever. I think that also hinders, you know, your thinking process when you have to be, be like, Oh, how do I format this? You know, do I need to do it as a heading? Do I do it as a, you know, bulleted list, whatever? No, just put it down on paper, get it done. Right. Okay. My second one, is uh, this is now we're bouncing back to the digital d- digital world uh, of digital products and it is a few services that I recommend to get for your product designer friend or coworker or partner. It is um, a bunch of subscriptions that I really like. <laughs> and for this one, I do want to put out a disclaimer that I actually was thinking like, oh, okay, cool. Let's list out some prototyping tool or like design tools, but those are things that I'm like, okay, your work should be paying for that subscription for the core stuff to your work. Right. Unless your friend or, you know, your, your, your product designer that you're thinking in mind, actually that's freelance. That's a different thing. But yeah, so what I'm about to recommend to you, is not like the core stuff that they probably already have a mean, you know, to uh, have means to get to, these products, but they're like things that will boost their productivity. Okay. Are you ready? I feel like I gave yeah. a very long time to that, but first one <laughs> set app. Uh, so which is the service that I brought up in the last episode, it's a subscription service that gives you a bunch of, um, Mac specific products. And a lot of them also are available on iOS nine ninety nine um, per month. So I feel like that is probably one of the most exciting things that you can get somebody and be like, Hey, now you have access to 200 plus, you know, applications that you can just download and use. Right. And if they don't like it, you know, cancel the subscription, whatever. And I think this is actually, yeah. One of my favorite services I've gotten this, this year in 2020 myself. So second one is the noun project. So this one is specific to maybe UI designers would find is very useful too, because this uh, noun project, they provide uh, a library of uh, icons 
and they're, you know, a wide spectrum of, of fidelity within. And it's just super handy. It has like a plugin that you can drag the icons you're searching for. You know, once you find the one you want, drag it straight into sketch, it will come out as like a PNG or SVG, whatever you need. Right. Um, I feel like, <laughs> uh, anyways, if you have a product designer friend, they will find it very useful very, very useful. This one is a little more pricey and it's uh, $39.99 for a year. But I, I would say that this is probably one of the, uh, I would call them like secret, useful secret weapons. So think about that. And then the third one is called Blush. Uh, it is a modular illustration system. So this one is very interesting. It's a newer product and uh, it's basically you can check a bunch of boxes to get it an illustration in the style that you want. So instead of having to go to a freelancer or having to, you know, uh, go find a stock images, whatever. And this is uh, $12 a month. And immediately you can say, I want a city cityscape behind a person, but I also want a cat in front of it. And they have different um, styles and done. I mean, they're done by different illustrators too, but this is all, you know, modular so you can check off all the options right in front of you and you know what you're getting it is again $12 a month and I think yeah it's definitely one of the more creative you know things that I've seen on the internet because it's you know when we talk about illustration it's always like you either get stock or you get a specific one from illustrator or you know you make it yourself but this one's kind of the in-between you get it quick but still you know fitting to subject matter that your designer friend might, might, might be designing to. It's pretty cool. Nice. Last subscription gifting idea that I have. This one is maybe more specific to the person. Uh, so the idea is gifting them a course on Udemy. Udemy? I still, to this day, <laughs> don't have But U-D-E-M-Y. So it is basically online courses that you can uh, gift to somebody. This one actually is really nice because they already have that feature on their site to, you know, send that as a gift. And if you want to, you know, give them a specific course, uh, uh, and you're, you're not sure what they need really look at their job title and type that in the search box and you will find a whole list of, you know, um, courses that you can gift. So those are the subscription slash digital products, um, gifting ideas. And I think it's nice, especially when, I don't know, this year you're not going to be seeing friends or people in person. You can just email them, hey, you know, this is what I got you. You know, what's your email? I want to sign you up for this. Or, you know, this is uh, very convenient. And then, so that was my second list item. And I feel like I'm cheating a little bit, but <laughs> here's, <laughs> then now we're going back to the physical product stuff. And this one, um, I, I, I saw it and I was like, Ooh, I want this. So it might be a little bit um, <laughs> for me. Wink, wink, Colby, if you're listening, I want that. So it is on drop.com. And this is why I usually get my mechanical keyboard stuff, but they just uh, put out this wooden wrist rest. It's such a mouthful to say wrist rest. Um, yeah. <laughs> wooden usually, wrist rest too. Exactly. Like wooden wrist rests. Rest, rest, rest. Can, can you? Wooden wrist rest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Why I say it the more I'm like, it doesn't even sound real anymore. But um, usually you've seen those on Amazon that they're like usually like a slab of jello, right? It's mm -hmm. not pretty. It's just very much like that neoprene material. That's what you usually find when you talk about wrist rest. This one, it's wood. It's like a cherry wood. Um, uh, color. Um, Kyle, you're the wood expert, um, in this, in this room. So, uh, you tell me, but it's, um, on drop.com called the Orcas, uh, wooden wrist rest. It's only, uh, what, let's see, $36 for the full size. And, oh, that's another thing too. You can choose a 40% size, uh, 60% size or full size for lunatics like me that have a full size mechanical keyboard. Um, <laughs> I would say it's a great, you know, price point and it's a very unique looking rest that you don't find often, I feel like. So, and, and, and for designers too, I feel like, I don't know if you as a product manager feels the same is that I, 
switch back and forth a lot between my mouse and my keyboard. And sometimes I have one hand on my mouse, one hand on my keyboard because, you know, hockey and designing all that stuff. Right. And I do think that this is a very thoughtful gift for my, you know, wrist health. Is that a thing? Wrist health. So think about it. And my fourth item on the list is very similar. Um, but this one is for your posture and maybe your, I don't know, can I call it butt health? Because it is, it is a seat cushion from <laughs> purple. So purple, I'm sure you have heard about their mattress by now, but we're all working from home. And some of you might not have a really nice computer chair or, you know, you're just pulling your dining chair for now and see what happens, you know, when COVID goes away. Um, you'll go back to the office, but too bad we're heading into 2021 still, you know, working from home and a seat cushion just sounds nice. And it's a very similar technology that they use for the mattress, but this one basically it's a smaller square of the mattress <laughs> and thinner and, and they have different, uh, price points for the different level of cushions that you want to get to. I, I I'm not even kidding. They literally have eight different options for cushions. So I think that's a thoughtful gift and it is more expensive than, uh, the stuff that I've talked about just now. So these cushions are ranging about like 50 bucks to a hundred. I there is like a hundred something dollars one too, but yeah, it depends on how, I don't know how comfortable you are with spending money. There's a range to that. So my last one, this one is <laughs> the not really job related, but definitely work from home related. Um, I feel like I'm just like moving from my, uh, the most job related items to like the least related items. <laughs> so, um, this one is that to, to, to help everyone to get through this work from home. Some people love it. Some people hate it, but a candle subscription, cause we all need to chill. This is a crazy year. Okay. And I like this service called Bella box. Uh, Colby and I just started trying it because we're just stuck at home. We try to make it as comfortable as possible, right? And I like this brand because they have a specific option on their website that you can actually gift to somebody. And it's $60 for three months and it's all prepaid. So you don't have to like worry about, oh, what if Sandy doesn't cancel it or Johnny doesn't cancel it or whatever it is. Or, you know, that weird, like, oh, what do I do with a subscription for somebody? <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was a very thoughtful feature uh, that they built that and $60 for three months. That's a healthy amount of, you know, dollars for someone. So anyways, so those are my uh, recommendations and I, I feel like my, my options are not as fancy as yours, but definitely um, if you want to buy me all five or six different colors of the <laughs> notebook, um, Colby, you're welcome to <laughs> anyways. So yeah. I do want to toss a bonus out there. That is, this one is going to feel very out of the left field, but this is, again, I didn't even expect to, to feel the shock and surprise when I got <laughs> the actual, okay. Do you know what it is? No. To a wild is <laughs> postage stem. Like I'm talking about like, Okay. Okay. I can see your face looking really confused. So this, this was an idea that I came up with like this year. Some of my friends are getting, getting, getting stamps. Do you know why? Uh, to send Christmas cards. That, and I'm forcing them to write me letters. Um, oh. this sounds really awful, but here's the thing. Uh, this sounds stupid, but just wait. Um, hold on. I got to, I know this is a podcast, but we're going to upload a photo of this. Perfect. I just ran down the street to my post office to grab these examples to show you why stems are awesome. It's actually a gift. I'm not kidding you. Do you see, we're going to upload a photo of this sheet of well-designed postage, postage stems that, that I have. Do you see how beautiful yeah. they are? And also these ones that they just put out, this has gold foil on it. That says uh, thank you. Anyways. So I think this is a very unexpected gift, but again, some of my, my friends are going to get this this year. Anyways. Nice. No, that's, that's really cool. I like the idea of the postage stamp and then like doing the letter writing and sending stuff like back and forth. That's very kind of yeah. like a throwback to 
like the way we used to communicate and gives you gives you something like to actually write and then send yeah. and then look forward to. So I like it. Yep. That one is probably again very much unexpected, but it's like, yeah. oh, look at these nice dragon stamps that are, you know, just fun to use. Yeah. But anyways, seriously. yeah, better than gift cards, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you've got me going down this rabbit hole too of uh, looking at wood ri- wood wrist rests. So I've, I've I've just been like searching different wood wrist rests. I didn't even realize that was a thing, but now I do, and I'm looking at a whole bunch of different ones. They're cool, can, huh? Yeah, no, they're very cool. Anytime I see oh, something yeah. like that, I'm like, huh? I should make that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see it on Kyle's uh, shop very, very soon. Am I? Yeah, you, you, you very well might. I, I might have to, I have to see about making something like that. I can definitely yeah. see why, especially with a mechanical keyboard, you'd, you would want something like that. So, yeah. And I would think actually, you know, what's a great idea. Um, gift somebody that wooden wrist rest and then toss in a leather mouse pad or something fancy in there. That'd be Seriously. cool, huh? Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. Really make your space look just awesome. So I love it. Like yeah. the idea of really taking some time and making your space like your work from home space, yeah, functional and nice. I think that was part of some of the theme that we were talking about. So. Um, how do you really improve some of the space with like things to put on your desk, cushions, candles, uh, better audio and video. Like that was definitely one of the themes that I feel like came through in the gift list among some others. Totally. And I do want to ask you though, like what, what, what are your views on, on gift cards? Like getting, getting one in the mail, getting one in person. Like, do you feel like, Oh great. I can spend it on whatever I want, but you know, or is it like, Ugh, whatever. How do you feel about them? I, I like gift cards. So I feel like they are, they're nice in that they are an ex, uh, like a, a no reason to feel bad about like spending mm-hmm. on yourself or spending on something that you might not otherwise have. So I guess it's kind of like, almost like a, Hey, you don't need to feel bad about buying something ticket. Like here's a gift card for dinner. And that way it's like, you know, we, we should go out to dinner because, you know, we've got a gift card or, you know, we should order in because we've got a gift card as opposed to make something, or I can, I can buy something guilt-free because it, you know, we have gift card. So anyway, that, uh, they are enjoyable in that way. We try not to give too many just cause we don't want that to be like the, always the, the thing to fall <laughs> back on. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, there's certainly like, we have family that live far away. So we, we will sometimes do gift cards back and forth. My wife will often order gifts and send, but we will receive gift cards periodically. And that's nice. But anyway, they're, I guess they're a good fallback, especially when it's like, yes. we have no idea what to, what to do. Like we're out of ideas and this person is not being helpful, which happens just too often with certain family members. Like they're not being mm-hmm. helpful. We have no idea, but they like yep. such and such thing. So they're getting a gift card and that's what you get. So yes. anyway. That's a very good point. So you touched on something that is like the core of this problem is that getting a gift card from somebody like on the receiving end, you're like, sweet, I can spend it on whatever I want. And I personally feel like I always end up spending more money than I would have spent (laughs) at that particular store if I didn't have the gift card. Cause like, for example, somebody gave me an anthropology one. I don't ever buy anything from there. And then I ended up, okay, I'll get some bowls and I was going to get a shirt or whatever there, but then it's like, everything's $300. What (laughs) what do you do with $50 gift cards? Right. Anyways, either that or, uh, I, I still love that gift card. I don't think that person's listening to this podcast, but <laughs> on the receiving end, it's an, ex, it's an experience that it's like, Oh, I have this thing. Sweet. I can do whatever I want with it. But on the giving end, you said it, it's like, you don't want to use that as like, Oh, we'll just do this. 
It seems kind of like thoughtless, right? A little bit. I I feel like I I feel that way when I go to that space. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely with that. It feels like it can be just not as thoughtful as something else. And so I I feel like we try and use it more sparingly. Otherwise, yeah, it just feels like you're not putting in the effort, but you're right. Like when you're on the receiving end, you're like, haha, sweet. I don't have to feel bad. Like, you know, exactly. buying, buying stuff for myself or, you know, going out exactly. or, or doing whatever, you know, going to the movies or you, you go, we can go to, well, you could go to movies this back when that was more of a thing or going out to dinner and stuff. I say that yeah. thinking BC, you know, before COVID. That's right. Uh, yeah. So I guess, um, can I just say that my, my product gripe and shout out this week is both gift cards, just depending <laughs> on what side you're on. <laughs> so yeah, that's why this year I'm trying not to do gift cards and just kind of like giving as you know, sheet of very beautifully designed stamps for my friends and I to communicate more and I don't know, maybe it's just more fun for me to think about how I'm making them write me letters, but <laughs> I'll find out if they write me letters and say, I wish you'd give me, you know, gift cards instead of stamps. <laughs> I'll let you guys know. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, uh, but if you do end up with gift cards, I don't know if that happens to you. Getting cards to brands or stores that you just don't use or need. There's a subreddit. Uh, call gift gift card gift is such a weird word for me to say as a <laughs> ESL person. Sorry, gift card exchange subreddit. Go on there, and you can actually trade people uh, gift cards that I don't you don't want. So we don't end up with a bunch of stuff from stores that we don't need. Nice. So yeah, do you have any product shout out or gripes? I feel like we just went through a whole thing about gift card gift card. Yeah. No, that's that's probably. That's probably good. Yeah. Like, like, uh, the gift cards don't like when, when they make them particularly difficult to use. I don't have like a specific example, but we've found like at various times, especially with like the non, uh, well, with some specific store ones or with just like visa ones, like at times they've just made it so difficult to either activate or use or like jump through hoops um, and that sort of stuff. And it just shouldn't be that way. Like, so gift cards positive, but should be very, very easy to use and check balances and all of that sort of stuff. So I don't, I don't have like the, a specific example of like when that was hard, but it has been hard at various times in the past. And maybe next time I'll come with any, some examples of that, but I know that there, yeah, some of those experiences yeah. have been really difficult. So. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, you know what? I think this year I've gotten more gift cards than usual because of the distance you can mail it, you know, it's all cool. But so I remember I was doing target and then, my mother-in-law got me like a, what is that store? Uh, bath, body, something. There are three words in a title. Bed, bath, and beyond or bath and Not body that works. One. The other one. Th- that one, that one, bath, bath and body works. Yeah. That's right. We don't go to the malls anymore. So I <laughs> do not remember <laughs> the name of that store. It's the only time I see that store is when I end up accidentally at a mall, which is not often ever. But anyways, I remember uh, putting those in. They're very different experiences. And I know can't remember which one. One of them, you have to sign up for an account uh, so that you can store the uh, amount in your account, which at the time I was like, I was like, oh, this is whatever. But then I was thinking like, if I don't need to use the amount on the spot, actually it's pretty convenient to store it in your account so that you can just like next time when you come back. Okay. I remember I have money in there. Oh, it's just like Amazon. Amazon does that. But I do agree on the check balances. Shouldn't be difficult. Yeah. The end. Yep. Cool. Is that it? That is the episode and we're heading into holiday season. Um, We're going to take a quick little break between recordings, but we should be, you you will hear from us when you start thinking about work again. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So happy holidays to everybody. And we will 
see, yeah, I want to say see you again, but you will hear <laughs> from us again uh, right. in the new year. Have a good one. And I don't know, have fun. Stay safe. The end. Goodbye. See ya. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can find out more about us and our podcast on our website at productbydesign.co. You can also follow us on Twitter at prodbydesign. That's at prod underscore by underscore design. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans. And you can also find Eva on Twitter at Yan Chow Chow. See you next time.